Shelley. A couple things that I want to find out from you is you are an author, so I don't want to lose that, but you're also a non-smoking lung cancer survivor, right? Correct. You know, that's not really about the book, but I would love to hear a little bit about that, if you wouldn't mind. So the interesting part is I wrote the book when my daughter had a traumatic experience. And then it just sat in my computer for five years because I was too busy with work and didn't have time to publish it. And then I was diagnosed with non-smoking lung cancer. And it was as if God said, it's time. Now you have plenty of time, Shelley. So that's what I spent this last year healing and getting my book published. And and while I initially wrote it to inspire my, inspire my daughter, it inspired me to heal while I got it published. Uh, so speaking of the inspiration part, do you think writing itself uh, was the inspiration and he the healing process? Or this may sound weird. Was it the writing or was it the words that were written on the page? Yeah. Yeah, it was because I had already written it for the most part. So it was the organizing it, the, you know, re, you know, rereading it and, and just kind of, I don't know, taking all of that inspiration in is what helped me heal. I wanted to ask that because words really do help people heal. I, I believe in inspiration because you get inspiration from that. So if your book helped you, I mean, that really goes to show that it can help anyone because we are our toughest critic and sometimes it's hard to soak in. I think what we write down. And so the way the book is, is on one page, there's an inspirational quote from, you know, I have 90 quotes from other people. And then on the other page is where I put my, here's how you apply that inspiration today, love mom. And that's how I had written it to my daughter. And, you know, so it's the inspiration from others plus my how-to tips. Wow. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I have to be honest with that. It's, I had never had an experience of anybody doing something like that, really writing it down and presenting it and saying, here's my inter interpretation and here, here's a, uh, a way for you to possibly learn and heal from it. Right. So I even have like a couple dog-eared and I don't know if that's even something, but so, um, and this one's Zion Lee, everyone wants happiness, no one wants pain, but you can't have a rainbow without a little rain. And so then my love mom is, this is a perfect example in nature where something beautiful follows something difficult. Learn to appreciate every experience or challenge, as challenging as it may be, knowing that the rainbow is coming. Love mom. This is, I will have to say that your book would be a perfect gift from mom to, to all the children. Yeah, it's, anyone. Yeah. Uh, and dads, dads can buy this too and give it to their kids. Right, right. I've had some, like I did a TV spot on Wish TV and, and they said, he goes, wait, Shelly, can dads use this too? And I said, of course, it's just that I'm a mom. So this is from a mom, love mom. So. Yeah. Well, like you said that. 
the book basically you started it and it sat sat on the shelf for five years before you really did anything and because of all your work life and everything else that that had happened what initially started you or prompted you to write something like this or compile these inspirational quotes and then to you know give something to your your daughter well interestingly she lived through a, a very traumatic experience and she had a breakdown as a result of that and fortunately at the time I was a real estate broker and I had built a team so I could dr literally drop everything in my world and move to where she lived and literally help her get out of bed every day for weeks. Um, I, you know, I loved her back to health and when she was strong enough to go back to work, I would send her an inspirational quote in a text every morning. And then I would say, here's a couple of tips on, you know, here's how to apply it in your day today. Love mom. And I did that every day for months. And it was crazy. She just got better and stronger and more optimistic. And, and soon she was better than she was before. And at the end of that, she said, mom, you need to put this in a book so that you can help other people who might not have somebody that could, you know, help pull them up when they're down. And so I was so excited, you know, I had it already. And then I just, you know, then I came back to my, you know, real estate life that's all consuming. <laughs> and I was just too busy to put it in a, you know, in a format to where I could get it out there for the world. And, you know, then when I was diagnosed with cancer last year, it was, I had a lot of healing time. And that's when I thought, you know what, now's the time. I got to get this book out there. Like so there was a sign that um, moved you in that direction. Absolutely. To, to finish the book. <laughs> now, the you're going to hear me say this often, the word great, because this is great. <laughs> <laughs> and what I mean by that is, you know, oftentimes, especially the past couple of years with the, the pandemic and work at home, stay at home and things like that, I think a lot of people found time or they sent out inspirational quotes, you know, to their teams and stuff like that. Right. But there was never any additional meaning behind it like you did, which I think is the great part is not the quotes are great. The quotes are fine. But to give that meaning and inspiration behind it, I, I, I just love it. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I do think that most people especially in the last two years, but just in life in general, most people would like to live a more inspired life an optimistic life. It's just hard to do that in the midst of the struggles. And, you know, it's one thing to read inspiration, which is the knowledge, right? But it's the application of that knowledge that really changes your life. And I think that's why, you know, yes, I think just reading the inspiration is, is nice, but you know, the saying, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. It's like, well, how do you do that? Like, really, <laughs> how do you make lemonade when you've got sour lemons? And so that's why I think this book just takes that extra step to say, all right, here's what you do today to apply this inspiration in your day. And that is one thing that I think a lot of us need 
is to understand how to apply things. And that goes with everything in everyday life and in the world is we're bombarded with stuff. We see things or we read things, but we just don't know how to apply them. And your words, I think, will give meaning to this is how I interpret how I think it would be a good way to apply things. And I think that also can help us in turn when we read that you're giving us suggestions and then we can take it and I don't know, maybe reapply or, you know, reinterpret it and go, Oh, so that's how she does it. That's what she means. So it would be like this. Right. So I can see this thing as being a, um, like a pay it forward. Your book inspires, gives the uh, application how to do it. They in turn will use that knowledge and pass it forward. So I think I look at it, Chuck, as a ripple effect, right? It's, you know, the pebble on the pond. And you're right. Just reading the inspiration, then reading my tips, and then in their application, ap- applying it in their life is, is that ripple effect. I think it's, yeah. And then they help others. I think that's what we're missing in the world right now is, you know, just the kindness and helping people and loving people and, you know, and, and being more outward focused instead of inward focused. Yes, I absolutely agree with you on that. I I think that's a big thing is that we, we have somehow lost how to help each other. Right. Now, as far as the book goes, you have a fantastic website. So loveandinspiration.org. Yes, it's not .com. That was already taken. <laughs> so it's .org. And yes, it's a great way for people to connect with me. You know, uh, we're going to be uploading so you can link to Amazon on the, on the website, but currently the book is available on Amazon. Okay. And probably other outlets as well, Barnes and Noble and things like that. Right. Uh, We made a number one new release in um, inner child self-help on Amazon. So that was exciting. And yeah, so it's, it's been very, very well received, which is a really wonderful thing. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. (laughs) So I know you, like you said, you're, you're, this is, this is your first book you've authored, right? That's correct. First of many, I hope. <laughs> uh, I was just going to ask, did this inspire you to write more or has it? It has. You know, I, I feel like there's a more love and inspiration from mom. So that's kind of a sequel to this book. And then after my cancer diagnosis, I, um, I wrote an article for a, a magazine called Facing Trials with a capital T. And I did the trials as an acronym, and the T is trust. And I have a strong faith, so my trust is in God. And, you know, but if you, if you don't have a similar faith, it's just trusting that things will get better. And so that's my next book, I think, is the Facing Trials with a capital T. You bring up a lot of interesting things about yourself. I mean, the strength that you have to persevere and carry on. You did mention your faith. What brought this strong faith into your life? 
and made you who you are. Because I believe that when authors write books such as these, it's really a part of them. And so I like to try to get behind that story of where did that where did that come from? How did you become who you are? And if it's faith based, what was that aha moment? Do you recall? Well, you know, I I grew up in a faith based home. Um, my mom, we um, I was raised in a Methodist church, and we my mom sang in the choir, and all the kids played in the handbell choir. I mean, we went to conference, you know, bell conferences all over the the country. It was really quite fun, but. Um, you know, it was, my dad was never really involved in the church. He was a priester. He came to church on Christmas and Easter only. And uh, so, you know, we just, the kids and mom had a, you know, a strong bond with the church. And then I went to uh, Point Loma Nazarene College in San Diego. And so my faith, you know, and understanding of the Bible grew at that, uh, you know, at that point. And then raising my kids, you know, it just I I just have always had this kind of strong connection with God, and it was really interesting. In the midst of COVID, before my cancer diagnosis, so this was in um, July of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, I was, you know, taking a shower, and I just had this sense that God said, Shelley. Now is the time you need to put inspiration out into the world. And so I, I was like, okay, okay, how do I do that? So I started 30 days of inspiration on Facebook. And one day at a time, I, August 1st, 2020, I put one day at a time of my inspirational quote and then the love moms. And I, it, I got so much wonderful feedback because people were so starved for inspiration and connection at that point. And at the end of the 30 days, I just had people saying, yes, yes, you need to put this in a book. Well, you know, of course, then I'm busy again. I did the 30 days. And then after my diagnosis is when it was like, okay, God said, it's time. It's time. Get your book out there. So... Definitely sounds like there has never been any doubt in your faith. So, no, it's it's always been with you. Yes, it's it's a strong faith. I feel a strong connection, and I feel like, you know, when when you believe that there's something bigger than you, right? Whether it's you know the community as a whole is bigger than you, you know, the universe is bigger, you know, when the world doesn't revolve around you. I think that's a really big thing. Yes, I agree. Now, is there is there a quote out of your book and one of your inspirations that your daughter really uh, found it to be profound and really uh, stood out more than any other? Uh, I don't know if the one that you read is one of them that she's like, hey, this is the one, Mom. Or was you there know, something else? There's a lot of them. Um, interestingly, the, the very last one in the book is <laughs> um, Jimmy Buffett from his song, Some of It's Magic, Some of It's Tragic, But I Had a Good Life All the Way. 
So I think, you know, that was where my daughter was just like, gosh, mom, you know, life can be really tough, but it can also be amazing too. And my love mom on that one is life has a way of giving us many ups and downs and twists and turns. It is certainly not possible to have everything figured out. And just when we think we do, another challenging opportunity comes our way to learn and grow. That's the beauty of life. I'm learning along with you. Hold on through the tragic, enjoy the magic, and choose to make it a good life all the way. Love, Mom. So that I think that one she would say was probably her favorite. And that sounds like a perfect closing to, to your book of, of love and inspiration. Right. So, <laughs> did you ever take any writing courses? Because the, the two that you read to me, um, can I use the word? They're very eloquent, oh. eloquently written, and they sound really, really good. Thank you. No, I didn't take any writing courses, but you know, I've just, I've always, oh, my mission in life has been to help people. I, you know, I was a real estate broker for 21 years, helping people, you know, realize their, you know, home dreams. And I, you know, I just always, I try to paint a picture with words for people to cast their goal and achieve it. And that's just kind of what I did in the book. Wow. I think you have done a fantastic <laughs> job. Now, is that your book over your right shoulder? It the is. It is. Yep. This is you... that. This is the actual book. Uh, okay. So, what's the significance of the uh, the butterfly? That's on a, the book. That's a great question. Um, I took that photo. And, um, you know, when I was talking about the 30 days of posts on my Facebook, um, at the time, my younger daughter, so my older daughter was the one that originally when I wrote the book, and my younger daughter was pregnant with identical twins. And in the midst of me writing, you know, doing these 30 days of inspiration on Facebook, she went into preterm labor. She lost one of the twins and the other one was born at one pound, 14 ounces. So that the day that that happened, I was sitting out on my deck and this yellow butterfly just spent the afternoon with my husband and me. It was the craziest thing ever. It kept landing on the, on the flowers and then it would fly a little bit and that would land. It spent an hour with us and I took that picture and, and I just had this, that has to be on my book. <laughs> so it's just in honor of my grandson that we lost and just inspires me for the my little grandson who is now almost two and doing amazing. I'm kind of embarrassed to say this, but that oh, that kind of choked me up and kind of brought tears to my eye. But um, so thank you for sharing that. It's yeah, that's, it was that's it, a wow. Yeah, you know I I feel like you know everything that happens in our life prepares us for the next challenge. And, you know, sometimes you go through life and, you know, there's some people that don't have really big challenges. And then sometimes they, a bunch of challenges come all at once. 
And I think if we look at those struggles as this is making me stronger for the next one I face, I think it then it doesn't make those struggles feel so burdensome. If you look at it with an optimistic mindset of, wow, you know, this is hard, but I'm growing and I'm learning. And, you know, the other thing I love about the butterfly is the transformation. You know, I don't know if you've ever seen my daughter that had the, the preemie is a kindergarten teacher. And one of the things that she does in her classroom is she orders caterpillars. And so the kids get to see the caterpillars and the transformation until they, you know, into the pupae and then into butterflies. And that struggle is real. And if you look at that, you think, wow, a caterpillar can turn into a beautiful butterfly. It's amazing what we can do as humans as well. I do know what you're talking about. My roommate had a five-year-old daughter or has and, um, no longer here, of course, no roommate, but they did the butterfly thing. And just to see a child just every day watch and watch. And then finally at the end when they got to release it, uh, it was just so much joy that I saw in her. Right. Uh, th that she helped something come to life. So. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool thing. I, if you haven't done it, it I recommend it. <laughs> you can order them yeah. online. It's a really cool experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wish more people could be like you and like what you're saying, that they are more optimistic uh, and more helpful to others in life, because that would make things so much easier, better. Yeah. But, you know, if I will say if people are having a difficult time um, with being helpful, being optimistic, they definitely need to go to your website. Uh, loveandinspiration.org and find your book, order the book, or go directly to Amazon. You know, <laughs> just whatever they need to do. But again, just uh, the quotes. And it, it definitely seems like it's a diverse collection of quotes that you have in your book. Yes, yes. One of my favorite uh, motivational speakers is Les Brown. I'm sure you're familiar with him. He, I Actually, he wins the prize because he has three quotes in my book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Excuse me. But he, one of his quotes that he says, and I love this, and I think it applies in every aspect of life. He says, if you do what is easy, your life will be hard. If you do what is hard, your life will be easy. And I, you know, and I, I can't remember the my love mom right off the top of my head with that one. But for sure, it's, you know, when you come to, you know, picking the easy road feels like it might be the best way at the moment. But in the end, when you do the hard things up front, it pays off in the end. Yes, yes. Uh, because you can learn from those experiences. And I think if you take the easy path, there's no challenges. And then what happens when you get towards the end and there is that challenge? Right, so right. You haven't built up those overcoming muscles. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, this has been wonderful. This has been really good. Now, I am going to put you on the spot. Okay. And ask you... Uh, 
three questions. Okay. And they're not even related to this stuff. So okay. <laughs> here we go. The first movie that pops into your mind. Well, my favorite movie, and this seems so silly, but it's Pretty Woman. I love that movie. I love the music in it. I love the just the dream of it. It's, yeah, I love Pretty Woman. I love that you said, well, you're my favorite, because so many people go, oh, I don't know, I don't know. When I say favorite, they have, you know, it's like a purpose. You know that direction you're going, so that's great. Uh, the second one would be? A house by the by water, or a house in the forest. By water, I love water. Water to me has a very healing process. Um, I think there's a a respect, a healthy respect for water, and um, a healthy fear and respect of water. But it also is calming and beautiful. I said, you know, exactly. <laughs> so, well, I'm going to add one more instead of three. There will be four then. <laughs> uh, number th <laughs> Because you know exactly. So I want to know on the last one I'm going to ask. Uh, so a place to travel to, a vacation, do you have a favorite spot or a destination that you would like to go to? I would love to go to Italy. I've never been there. I've been to Europe once and I've been to, actually that's not true. I've been to England, Ireland, and France. And I just, the, the history and the, you know, the art and the beauty of Italy. And I think the language is beautiful. <laughs> so then the additional question would be a three-parter. Oh, three-parter, okay. Y yes. Hamburger, pizza, or salad? <laughs> well, I can say post-cancer diagnosis, I have become what I call vegan light. And, I, you know, I couldn't go 100% um, vegetables but I, you know, occasionally add in, you know, like a steak with my husband or, you know, something like that. But for the most part, since my diagnosis, everything that I've read and learned, uh, a vegetable-based diet is healthier for everyone, but especially someone who has had cancer. So, salad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe with some salmon in there, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I want to say... Thank you for answering those questions first. Um, and also, you know, thanks for joining me today and really giving an explanation about your your book. And I, I truly mean it by, you know, saying that I think your book is going to be one of those manuscripts to inspiration for people to follow, to, to read, and to get the interpretation to help them interpret how life can be fulfilling and wonderful. I, I hope so. And I, I do believe it's a, it's a great gift. You know, you can, if someone's having a struggle, give it as a gift. You know, they can read it. Um, but that's another thing that I say. There's um, 
I referenced transformative learning in the in the introduction that if you read through it once, you know, it it affects your mind, it helps your head understand some new knowledge. If you read through it again, you then you apply the things that I recommend and then the third time you read it through, it changes your heart. So it's, it's a way that you can keep benefiting from it. And it's also a wonderful gift to give to somebody who's going through a struggle. Yeah. And I'm glad you pointed something out the three times, because this is unlike many books where you might read it and you're done with it just one time. Right. This is something that you can read over and over again. And you don't have to go in a chronological order, I would imagine. No. You could open up that book land on page number 12 and read that today absolutely and read it again tomorrow or read it as many times as you need and then the next day you might go to page number one right i think there's so i recommend however you use it you know you can read through the you know cover to cover you can read one you know inspiration and love mom per day in chronological order or you can just open it to the day you know whatever day it is open it to that spot in the book and just trust that that's what you are supposed to read that day so yes i think it is one that you know you can keep by your bedside if you want and you know just keep re-going to it and you know i just think like we said before, it's like the, the ripple effect, right? The more mm -hmm. you do it, you know, read it, the more you apply, the more it changes your heart. But save Jimmy Buffett's for last all the time. Oh, <laughs> if you can end your day, <laughs> always end with that one. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> well, uh, again, this has, been, this has been wonderful. And it amazes me sometimes where we have a conversation and time passes and it just seems like it's been five or 10 minutes and I look and you know, we're half hour into it and it's just like, wow, a comfortable place to say, this is good. This is good. But right before we end, I would like, can you remind all of us again where we can go to find you and find your book? You can go to loveandinspiration.org. It's spelled out. Um, and there's a contact sheet in there. If you want to contact me and email me, I would love to come alongside you in the journey. Uh, you know, if you're going through something tough, you know, we didn't mention, but um, Jack Canfield, who's the co-author of Chicken Soup for the Soul series, he wrote the foreword for my book. And he said in his words, it's like a warm hug in a book. And I, you know, I am here for a loving mom hug if you, if someone in your audience needs it. Listening to the quotes that you had written down or not the quotes, but the tips to the quotes, everything is so spoken really well and just laid out. And you make, as you said, you try to write things where you draw a picture with your writing. And it makes me imagine. And that's why I said that I was pretty much embarrassed to say that while you're explaining about the butterfly, I was, you know, thoughts came to my head mm -hmm. and they, those were emotional thoughts. You're, you're fantastic at that. So. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, yeah. I hope that it really makes a wonderful impact in the world. I, you know, my goal is to change the world one inspired person at a time. <laughs> there it is perfect way to end this. 
<laughs> Thank you very much, Shelley. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.